episode of Block Talk, presented by Theon the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It's time for a vacation. The Queens of the North got their rusical on as they started the never-going-to-Broadway show, Squirrel's Trip. So, who rose to the occasion and who floundered on the stage? It's time to talk all things Canon's Drag Race 3. And joining me to break it all down is someone who will never invite me on a vacation. It's Dan. Hello. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Why would I, I never do- invite you on vacation? I don't know. I don't think you would. I think you have, like, your cool friends and you, like, go on a vacation to Provincetown and have fun. And I'm just sitting at home podcasting. I mean, there's so much Drag Race content right now that you would literally need a vacation to go on. (laughs) Literally. I mean, I mean, I'm not it's not like I'm here as someone who's been, like, podcasting about New York nightlife for the past five years or anything. But that's a different story. (laughs) Come come behind the paywall and I'll share that one for everybody. <laughs> um, welcome, Wel- welcome to the show. We're, we're, we're here to talk about. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to have you back. We're here to talk about Candace Drag Race three, uh, episode seven, seven weeks in. What are your thoughts? I don't. Maybe this is a controversial opinion, but I don't feel like this is my favorite season of Canada. Nor do I feel specifically drawn to anyone. Like I like Jada. Um, there are people who are, are likable, but no one who I'm really rooting for. And I've had that in previous seasons, which I feel like I'm missing here. I, For me, and we'll go through it, I just feel like it's very obvious this is very heavily produced. The producers have who they want in the finals, and that's like it. And I'm not sure I agree with it because there have been some very controversial decisions that would affect the track record and everything. And I'm not thrilled at how the season's going. Like, some people are getting free passes oh i totally agree and then there's some people who i feel like are leaving where i'm like oh creatively it would have been interesting to see what else could have been done there i agree i agree well let's go through this bombay has flown the coop irma is feeling good after that lip sync um will we be seeing bombay again who knows (laughs) um remember the who knows remember that fake award show that that was so long ago Irma is there to slay another day. She's excited, so excited. She waves a white tissue in the air. Was it an SOS or foreshadowing? I don't know. Y'all can decide. I was like, why, why, why you like, no, no, girl, no, no. Irma will ask how the lip sync was, and the music um, does one of those like little kind of like record scratch sounds um, because Giselle puts it, um, she doesn't know what those moves were. Um, dare I say, I feel like that's how you dance? I mean, I definitely have some dorky moves so you would not be off base yeah yeah you you two are very 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 similar now irma will say it was a dj spinning the record um (laughs) but as kimmy will say it was just a move fierce finally wins and here we go she wasn't surprised she won her commercial was really good her photo was gorge her luck was she was very proud of she'll never let them forget it because she's a winner now, Fierce will bitch that they all underestimated her, saying she wasn't going to win, which Vivian says that she didn't underestimate her. She just didn't care. Girl needs a win because she get feisty. 
but also like going back to your point about Miss Fierce Alicia's she was so proud of herself that no one else needed to be proud of her for that win like you have exactly for your win that like you shouldn't be upset that people weren't cheering for you or acknowledging it because you acknowledge it plenty on your own now this is going to trigger fierce because she's going to tell vivian to have fun being safe and to step her vander pussy up and maybe she'll win i'm called for right not necessary yeah it wasn't necessary at all like there's shade throwing and then there's just being malicious and i feel like fierce doesn't know the difference no and she's this is not an excuse but i do find that sometimes these younger queens who come on the show who watched it growing up have this like blurred line of bitchiness versus versus shadiness and exactly and it gets shitty to watch because you're like damn that's kind of uncomfortable it's also a tonal thing she does not have a great tone when she says things uh, so no matter what she says, you think it's her being mean and evil. Yeah. Vivian has had it with not winning. She is beat down. She feels like the biggest thing that's holding her back is her. So who's going to help volunteer um, and get fierce out of her look? Well, no one. Literally, everyone walks away. Literally, they're all out of view of the camera. <laughs> Kimmy's going to offer to help Jada. Fierce is alone because she's a winner speaking. Um, I thought that was very fun. It was fun. It was a cute, I'm sure production was like, here's what we want, but it was cute. It's a great, it's a great juxtaposition for those who are following along on uh, Drag Race Philippines when um, a queen actually had a mental breakdown and included in her rant was no one helps her. Because she, she owns one of the clubs in, she owns one of the clubs in the Philippines Oh, and most of the club. most of the people on the cast are her drag daughters, so she has an expectation. It's like, bitch, you are one of twelve. Shut your mouth. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like she's well situated even without the help. Mm-hmm. All right, they're down to six. So much more space in that room. They're getting close to the end. So joining Fierce in the winner's circle is Kimmy, Jada, and Jill with two Giselle with two wins. Um, and according to Fierce, Irma and Vivian are there. The flames coming out of Vivian's ears. Uh, Mrs. White realness. Flames on the side of my face. Um, She hated her so much. Irma will say that she and Vivian are bringing the fun. She's been bouncing up and down and up and down. And no, no, not on a dick. Uh, She feels mathematically it should be her week. Sometimes you keep those. Sometimes you keep those things to yourself because then the producers are going to use it against you. Right. And... I mean, I'm not good at math, but I also feel like mathematics don't really come into play here. No, so, no, like, if, you, if you're aware, like, just keep it to yourself, like you said. Let it, let it unfold. The alarm sounds, and Rue's video message was, um, has nothing to do with the challenge at all. It was like, uh, here's a filler video. We changed the challenge. Uh, use this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on the plane. Recorded at yeah, they're all recorded at the same time, so it's probably just like this is what we got. Just put it in there. Literally. Now Brad arrives, and those shorts—they were choices. Um, Dan, would you wear a blazer with shorts, matching blazer and shorts? Let's make sure everyone knows that. Not unless it was like a, a location wedding. Like I was in like some warm destination, and I was part of the wedding party, and they told me I needed to wear that. Yeah, uh, I'm not wearing it unless I'm being forced to. Those were vile. Um, 
but he's the he's the fashion expert on the show so i feel something. like he could have gotten away with one or the other but together it was just a lot, it was a lot. It, yeah, yeah it was so this week's mini challenge is brought to them by their friends at made made new celebrates the work of canadian creators in film television digital entertainment and video games i want to make video games same i play them enough i might as well be involved in making what's them. your favorite video game right now i'm playing horizon forbidden west and it's just so long which is which is great there's like plenty to play there and then you get your money's worth um but my favorite i really like this game developer quantic dream because i really like i always used to like choose your own adventure books and so the mm-hmm. game is very narrative and driven by your choices and i love that because nice. it feels different like if i'm just playing a game where i go through the motions that's great but it's nice to feel like i'm influencing what happens that's fair i like that so Made New wants them to follow in the footsteps of Canadian superheroes like Ryan Reynolds, Simu Liu, and Iman Vellani to create a new generation of superheroes. All right, quick. Who are those characters? What do they play? Who do they play? Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Correct. Uh, who else is? Did you say? Simu Liu. I don't know that one. Is that Iron Fist? No. Shang-Chi. Okay. And Iman Vellani. Um... I'm thinking, I don't know. <laughs> Ms. Marvel. That's what I was going to say, because I was like, isn't she the so one good. Marvel stuff? Yeah. She, she's a mutant. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited. This is the MCU. Uh, that's a different podcast, friends. Yeah. Um, you want me to do more MCU podcasting? I am more than happy to. Um, if you're not watching She-Hulk, you're missing everything. That show is so good. It Are you an MCU cool. fan? I was, well, I still am, but the thing is, Billy's not really into it, so it's an investment, and I need to find pockets of time to watch it, so I just haven't. What's wrong with him? He's, I don't know, he's just not into it, and then he he's a tough person to watch movies with, so those being hours on hours is, doesn't bode well. So you're not going to do a marathon? No. <laughs> I could do it, but he would be asleep in a second. All right. Well, they're going to be auditioning for Super Queens. They have 30 minutes to get into actress quick drag and get familiar with the lines before meeting Brad, the casting director. Now, as they get ready, Jada shares that she goes to auditions looking flawless because she's an actress, baby. Okay. Okay. So who's ready for the close-up? Certainly Vivian and her giant-ass Annie wig. Um, That was the look. She brought that with her. She did that on purpose. Oh, of course. I mean, it was like okay, I have this and I don't have a, a moment coming up. I'm going to use it. So I'm just going to throw it together. That's kind of crazy. Bad. All right. So we're going to basically see a montage of the Queens as they audition sequentially through the script. Um, wow. This was silly. I thought this was kind of a lot for a mini challenge. Cause at one point I first watched episode and I was kind of like dozing off and I was like, is this the mini challenge or the maxi challenge? Like it seemed like a lot for a mini challenge. Yeah. All right, so Giselle walks in like a basic white girl. Um, just give her a pumpkin spice latte stat. She needs it. Fierce, I may be a little wrong, but I feel like she was literally wearing her Kourtney Kardashian look. That's what I thought, too. Okay. Kimmy is a hooker. I don't know what the hell that th- outfit was. If you go to an audition with that, they're going to ask you to leave. Yeah, I mean, I'm, there are so many things that remind me a little bit of like jocelyn fox in the bikinis and like scantily yeah. clad but um jocelyn i feel like was more endearing whereas kimmy's yeah. just more like fierce and sassy but yeah the, the wardrobe is similar irma is going to look like a homeless woman looking for a casting couch 
And Jada, the actress, has no idea what slating means. Girl, say your name. Come on, to the camera. Just, just mm-hmm. time, Jada. That's it. That's all I got to do. Doesn't Giselle say slay? She said slay. She thought it was slay, but uh, English is a second language to her. So you, oh, give, her, you give her a little credit. A little credit. Uh, Kimmy is a bad actress. There I said it. Words are not easy. They don't come out of her mouth right, and they don't sound proper. Mm-hmm. Um, words are not good for her. Oh. Irma was being very campy in her delivery. Now, we're going to learn, as Vivian says her line, that she is sensing a disturbance coming from the Ariola Grande galaxy. Uh, Dan, when did Ariola Grande have a child? Uh, bitch didn't even tell me. I don't know. She didn't tell me. I didn't hear bitch. a party at Albatross or anything, so I don't know. Ariola Grande. I was like, that's <laughs> funny. That's funny. Uh, Jada is now going to say a line that she believes is vulgaria vagina which brad will be like no 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 sweetie it's vulvania see words are hard especially nonsense words yeah exactly now jada is going to read the header of the script and say super queen audition script i laughed at least at least she was able to play it off uh, but as someone who's been an actor who's read audition sides curious I cannot say I've been in that position, but I, I will say it was entertaining and I appreciate it. Oh, for that. her though, but for yeah. she, she should have known better. Oh, for sure, for sure. But to play it off is really where the recovery comes into play. So if you recover well, I feel like they, you get your points back. Exactly. Speaking of, Vivian was having trouble with her gloves and flipping the page. Very funny, very funny. Um, now, can you pop, tongue pop for your life? I don't think I can. No, I can't do it either. Uh, I would too do what Kimmy did and like do the, the clap. <laughs> and that was cute. That was like a fun. It was very cute. Story. It was very, yeah. very well done. Um, what is the scariest face you can make? Uh, is it the one behind you? Like like Jimbo? Oh my God. Uh, that I could do, but I don't know what my scary face would be. I'd probably laugh during it, so it wouldn't be that scary. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, it wasn't until we got the close-up of Irma. She was wearing mousetrap earrings. I didn't catch that. She's so kooky. She's definitely kooky. Um, um, speaking of earrings, I also like Vivian's confessional look with the banana earrings. Yes, they're very, very adorable. Very adorable. Yes. Do, do you do you have any piercings? No. Yeah, I don't like needles, which is ironic because I do have a tattoo, but earrings, any other okay. kind of piercings, no. That's all right. Um, and I think after watching as much as much Drag Race as I do, I think I only speak Draglish now. Um, oh, krr, slay mama yas if you're <laughs> at least we're referential i like when the show gets referential um this challenge was so dumb it was so stupid it was silly it was campy it was so dumb it was on brand which yeah. i guess you know some of these challenges are dumb and now what we will learn here cool. is that brad is not a casting director because he chose kimmy couture as the winner and i was like what did we watch yeah, the same I thing either i was like is this because you just like her like what yeah. is yeah. well i think that goes into my theory that the producers really want her at the end so <laughs> um she's gonna win twenty five hundred dollar courtesy of maid good for you money 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 now brad reveals that for this week's maxi challenge they are getting away to enjoy some fun in the sun as they star in squirrel strip the rusical they will record their vocals under the direction of Brad Goreski because I guess they could not find any other person who has any musical talent. Yeah, that part, I was like, wait, what? And also the way he set it up, I was like, okay, so who is it? And then he said himself, I was like... Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Then they're gonna have to dance to the choreography of Hollywood Jade. Oh, and to add some drama, huh? You get to choose the roles. Why do you think they did it and not let Kimmy do it? Um, because you know Kimmy was going to bring the drama. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I feel like it, it kind of for as long as a mini challenge as that was, it kind of doesn't make sense to me that they did it that way because that seemed like an investment of a mini challenge and sort of gives right. and you might as well let them do it, especially when you know that Kimmy's going to bring the drama. Exactly. Um, also, to go back to Hollywood Jade, something about Hollywood Jade I just want to be friends with. Like, He's a cool dude. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this is we're going to find out this little rusical is about a little um, tropical vacation. What is your favorite part of a tropical island vacation? Um, I, I love say the pina coladas for me personally. I mean, I was going to say I love some sort of coconut beverage on the beach. I mean, mm-hmm. beach for me, because I'm so pale, is short-lived, but the drinks are not. So mm-hmm. that's why it's a good balance. How long are you able to stay on a beach? It depends. Like I, in P-Town, I did well. I was, you know, reapplying and I'd gotten a good base coat early on in the summer. Good, good, so good. I did you have a fun time in P-Town? I did. It was a lot of fun. I mean, we always go during their peak season, so it's a little bit exhausting by the end of it, but... Did you see anyone we may or may not know? Um, yes. Of course you did. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's, it's big, but not that big there. Yeah. So they're going to get to choose their roles in a civilized and diplomatic manner, according to Vivian. First, we have Jack Hay, who is a messy, newly divorced woman who's extremely jealous of her older, more independent sister, Jill. They could never get along. Jill sings the least, so Giselle wants it. Jack Hay and Jill, that's the best you can do. I, I mean, the names were bad. Not, yeah. And when it made me think of like Janie Jackay. I was like, mm. yeah, I love her. We love yeah. Janie. Ronnie is the ultimate toxic girlfriend. She's competitive, bitchy, and a total delusional person. Uh, yes, of course, the eyes are going to dart to Miss Fierce Delicious. It's meant for her. It feels correct. Um, Amber is the quintessential trophy wife who has challenging choreography, which means everyone's going to look at Kimmy. So she's going to take it. Grace, the neurotic organizer of the trip and has challenging vocals. We're going to find out, is anyone a vocal superstar? Well, Irma likes to sing, and since she was in the bottom, she wants Grace so she can step it up. She wants to show that Irma Gerd has a place in this competition. But Jada wants Grace. She can sing, she can host, she can plan. No backup role for her. What I will say is when Jada says she wants something, she gets it. Mm-hmm. Every single time this season, Jada gets whatever she wants. Should Irma have fought for this a little more? Um, I mean, inevitably, yes. <laughs> but I also feel like she didn't want it that bad because like, you wouldn't even need to think about fighting for it Like, if you wanted that. I also think Irma said that she wanted it before Jada. So that, yeah. I think it's ironic that I, Jada said she wanted it after and she still got it. Right. Well, because Giselle will say Irma should take Jack Hay to her Jill, um, but it all happened so fast so she didn't really know. Kiki is a pent-up, overworked mom who's desperate to get away from her family for naughty me time. Vivian thinks it's going to be easy-peasy, but then she reads more and she's like, wait, challenging choreography? Is it going to be single ladies or fossy, fossy, fossy? Um, are you able to do any of the single ladies dance? Just the, like, the hand part. The, the yeah. Oh, yeah, in this part. Uh, what about fossy? Can you do any fossy? Um, how many beers do we have to get in you before you can do some fossey? probably a couple more yeah okay okay 
Uh, no one wants to switch with as Fierce tells Vivian that this could be her moment to show <laughs> the judges what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> Giselle and Irma are excited to work together as they have a duet called Sisters. And I wonder where the inspiration of that song called Sisters comes from. Maybe a little Christmas time musicale? Essentially. Also, mm -hmm. before we get too far off it, I like that this is very much a housewife's themed challenge. And I had texted you about that. So I thought uh -huh. it was ironic that that yeah. um, I was going to mention that when we get to the <laughs> actual performance. But yes, it's very housewives related. Mm -hmm. Um, which I was like, why didn't we lead into it a little further? But okay, whatever. Do it. Do what you gotta do, Canada. Irma is ecstatic to work with Giselle until she opens her mouth and starts singing. There is no Tony Award in Giselle Lullaby's future. Um, it's ironic that her name is Giselle Lullaby because if she <laughs> sang me a lullaby, I would not fall asleep. That would give you nightmares. Mm -hmm. Giselle thinks that French, um, she's really good at so she's now going to have to practice those pronunciations. Which she Vivian, also ironically can't pronounce. Exactly. <laughs> Words are hard, we're learning. They this cast. sure are. Vivian is nervous because she took a leap that she's ready to do it. The judges want bigger and more and zestier. Meanwhile, it's back to the Fierce Delicious show as she will confide in Jada that she was pushing Vivian to take the dancer role because she knows she's not good at dancing. She sabotaged her. Is she still on that? How many weeks ago was that? I mean, I don't even know what it was, but I just feel like that's Fierce Alicious's MO is drama. So, so dumb. So dumb. Now we get the vocals with Brad. Um, there's no tech there. There's nothing there. This had to be for camera. This was fake, right? would imagine it's not actively recorded there it's just more or less to kind of get the shots and make it seem so they had no vocal celebrity there they had no vocal tech person there they had brad so weird but like brooklyn couldn't do it having done these challenges before at least like... brooklyn's written a song and has a video right. yeah oh. there you go they did they did a i was it last season last season queen of the north yeah. so. all right jada starts us off and she's you know she's really giving you broadway she's got a pretty good voice and the lyrics are so bad i'm like yes those are the shows that i used to review like off 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 broadway terrible terrible shit <laughs> brad will tell her she sounds good but now she needs to sell what she's singing it's all about the characterization. Be big, be fun. And I was like, I thought she was, but okay. Go off, Brad. You say what you need to say. I will say, and I, I noted that Brooklyn said it the same way, but I could not stand the way she sang the word vacation. She like made the first A into an I and it became vacation. I was like, what's a vacation? I didn't pick up on Is it that, a Canadian thing? It must be. Because Brooklyn then said vacation. Fun. I was like, wait, no, it's a vacation. Vacay. Yeah, it's not a, a VK. Um, Amber is a gold digger, we'll learn. And Kimmy wishes she was a Amber in real life. I do too. I mean, who doesn't want more money? I really need money, people. Please. I need to go to the UK, please. Um, apparently, this is the banger song. And um, again, can, continuity of this show. Didn't we hear a few weeks ago that she doesn't like to sing and doesn't like to hear her own voice? Clearly, she's gotten over yes, that, that one pretty fast and fast. Yeah. So basically, that was an excuse for her fucking up in Snatch Game. And now she, you, I caught you, bitch. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It, either a full circle moment in character arc or just well, that. That's the thing. Life. I was expecting this to be a full circle character arc. We didn't get it. There was yeah. no mention of her being like, I felt confident. No, uh, uh, no, girl. Right. Yeah. That, that is not correct. <laughs> that's my that's my Kimmy Couture because it's very easy to be Kimmy Couture. Brad's going to ask her to punch the words because they are jokes, and she will learn that the word angina is a heart disease. Um, I bet you thought she that she thought it was angina, the drag queen. And they just spelled it wrong. I'm pretty sure that's what she thought. Fierce is up next, and she is playing bitchy and delusional. And Brad thinks it's typecasting. Perfect. When she starts, I was like, she is a musical theater overperformer. Not even camp. It's just not cute. It's just overboard. Mm-hmm. You know those people. You live in Astoria. You've yep. seen them out and about. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's uh, it's an acquired taste to put yeah. it. Yeah. Vivian Vanderpuss has a fun song. Uh, you can see that she's a little tentative, but Brad tells her to camp it up. And it's time for the duet. Irma and Giselle, um, and since they are the only duet, um, Giselle thinks this is going to be the best one. <laughs> At least she's got a sense of humor. Yes, which her that. Good. like to bring some levity to it before you need to like proactive. I can appreciate that. Irma has a fine voice. It's not a pop star, but it fits for musical theater comedy. I was like, okay, I can, I, I would listen to this on a soundtrack. Giselle goes, and wow, bitch, I'm better than that. I could be on Drag Race if that's the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to be. Don't, don't y'all don't worry. Um, but yeah, going to be the podcast. <laughs> I will find someone. You know what? That's what it's going to be. I would have a competition. Um, New York's next best podcaster. Oh, there we go. Uh, 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 oh my God, I'm <laughs> so angry about things that I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast right now. That's the podcast later. Um, yeah. This round, Giselle needs help. Irma, uh, just you wait. You're going to need some help too. But Brad's just going to remind me. It's all about the timing. Thanks, Brad. You're a musical genius. Now, Hollywood Jade is there, and he is looking fierce with that glam beat. Um, do you think Hollywood Jade does their own makeup, or is it someone else? I feel like they probably do their own makeup. I mean, every time Hollywood Jade is on the show, they're done up, so I would assume. Yeah. Well, he's going to welcome them to the Hollywood boot camp. He loves them all, but by the end of it, some of them will probably hate him. Okay, I'm here for it. Vivian is not a limber legend, but she's ready to see how far this girl can be stretched. And I have heard that about you too. I thought you were going to say to see how far she'll go. And I was like, okay, give me that Moana reference. No, no. She said, she said stretched. She said stretched. So I'm going to use stretch. Um, are you a limber legend? I, I probably was when I was younger. And now I feel me like. Me too. Remember the sit and reach? I was really good at the sit and reach. Oh, with the fox? Yeah, like, I was yeah. really good at that. I was very good. Yeah. I feel like I was old. decent. I mean, I don't think I was tall enough that I was like the best in the class. I remember in eighth grade, I think I told this story in the podcast before, in eighth grade, uh, it was sit and reach time. And for whatever reason, when I was a lot thinner, um, I was able to go beyond the box. I was the only oh, no. one in the class who was able to do that. Okay. Um, yeah. I can imagine if I could still do that. I could probably do a lot of things. Um, overachieving beyond the yeah box. right. That's like your that's your autobiography beyond the block. beyond the block. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there it goes. Um, now Vivian is going to dance with two hunky boys and happy Christmas to her. We will see her get touched by Bash, and her reaction would be my reaction if I ever get touched again. It's been a very long time. 
Dust. 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 So sad. Now, Kimmy. Kimmy is told she has the dancing role. Hollywood Jade is not missing around as the choreography is aligned with what the lyrics are. He tells her she needs to be detail-oriented. Now, she's nailing the choreo, and as Jada says in the show, it's correct. Welcome back to another week of who the fuck are doing the captions, because do you know what the caption said? It was not correct. It said, it's carrots. You did post that. I remember seeing that. I did post that because that was beyond wrong. Like that is in line to incest baby. So I feel like they probably use a system to do the transcription and whoever was in charge of QCing it was not doing their job well. Not even close. Um, I know it takes a long time to transcribe. Like when mm. I have to do my little one minute blurb, it takes me like a good five minutes. It, like mm. I get it. Hire people who are better at this, please. People, we are now the podcast community, the fandom community. We're noting yes, noticing it. Like you gotta fix it because it's every single fucking franchise every single week. Right. Like if it was an intentional thing, by all means, there's no like nod to it or joke after so it's just kind of like there that's there all right irma giselle they are up in hollywood jade wants it to be classical musical theater duets in sync careful what you wish for Mm. now picking up choreo is a weak point for irma and giselle is a trained dancer kimmy is going to be mocking her from the side i'm like shh you can't speak so shh shh hollywood jade will remind them that it's all in the timing that's what brad said to them too Full circle, full circle. Those canned responses. I know. Well, it's the day of the show, y'all. Irma has been up all night rehearsing. She has blisters on her feet, but she will keep on rehearsing so she doesn't look like a booger. Um, now, I know that you are a trained dancer now because you danced at your wedding. Um, oh, did, yeah. you, did you get blisters from practicing and rehearsing? No. Um, although, like, it's if I wore sneakers with socks, I'd end up being too short. Like I would get like blisters on my heel, but it was not comparable at all. It wasn't like I was doing anything. That so you weren't wearing heels. No, 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 no. Um, and I can't claim credit there, but yeah, I did do some choreographed dancing for the wedding. Um, would anyone say you were a booger? You, or uh-huh. were you good? I thought it was decent. Like I thought I was going to look like those blow up things outside of like a car dealership. And I, I remember looking back at the video after and also, you know, albeit family and friends being like, oh, you did good. And so I took it with a grain of salt, but also watched the video back and I was like, all right, I wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. All right, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Jada feels confident hearing her voice because she can sing and then she's going to turn into Riffarella. Um, she's going to riff to the rafters. So it's like, good for you. I'm glad you feel great about that. Now, Irma reveals that she was self-confident about singing as she grew up with a speech impediment. She had an incident with a teacher where she was asked to read in front of the class and the teacher highlighted her irregularity and that's when the bullying started for her. And I was like, that's a terrible story. Like, who is this teacher? Yeah, that's rough. Um, I mean, I remember going back into school that I, I was that kid who it wasn't that I couldn't read or I wasn't good at reading because I was, I was fine at it. But I would be the person who would count 
around the room to know when I would have to go and figure out which paragraph I had to mm. read. That way I would be prepared so I wouldn't right. fuck up. Yeah. No, so I understand this, but like, and like I, I spoke fine, so I didn't have an issue like she did. But um, yeah, teachers, don't do that, please. No, not at all. Like that's that's a rough spot to be in. And then also as a teacher, like you don't know what people are feeling. Right. And so like you just said, planning ahead, counting the paragraphs, like mm-hmm. I get that. I would do that too because I just wanted to feel prepared versus, yeah. oh shit, it's my paragraph. I got to go. Like I remember there would be definitely times where I'd be off a, a paragraph or whatever. I'd be like, oh fuck. And then like I, mm-hmm. the nerves would be there. But in the end, we're, we all survive. So it doesn't right. matter. All is well, that ends well. Now, Irma says she hasn't gotten past that moment. When she does hear her voice, she thinks back to that moment. She is not going to let not being able to pronounce an R get in her way for so many years. So that I say, girl, you should have moved to Boston. You would have been fine. Right. Also, like, immediately I thought of Lemon's Snatch Game. And I was like, this is not meant to be a joke, but immediately I thought of I, I still think it was slightly offensive. I know I'm in the minority about it. I just really did not think it was totally okay, but that's funny. It was funny. But you're right. No, move, move, move to Boston. Uh, you can pack a can and have it yad. Uh, that's true. But I mean, I get the. She's the one from the like East, where they call East. So, right. Which is why I was like, why? I, I feel like a lot of people up there would probably still have that, uh, the New England esque accent yeah that's what i was getting at and i would think that there'd be at least a couple Mm -hmm. all right so this has helped her spiral into being a social awkward person which led her to be a lovable weirdo we love lovable weirdos on this show we sure do giselle shares that in high school she had a hard time passing for straight but um that high school photo that they showed those glasses that hair oh boy um, Dan, what were you like in high school? Probably pretty similar. I mean, I was definitely very dorky. I mean, I'm still, uh-huh. but I think my photos, I also feel like when you look back at whatever year it was, there's always that sense of, okay, this made sense at the time. And now it's mm-hmm. not that time. So yeah. now I have a no haircut. Cool yeah haircut i had a bowl haircut when i was a kid like <gasps> no. i did the highlights at one point <gasps> um yeah. excuse me after this podcast is over you were sending me that photograph please oh for black <laughs> it, it's rough but it was my senior senior photo so that one was on the wall at my dad's for a while um what about you um i was straight in high school i had a girlfriend my senior yeah. year um i also was like voted most dramatic which is like that's funny why am i dramatic and now looking back at it like oh yeah duh yeah shocker Um, yeah very 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 shocker for everybody there so she was getting more and more feminine but couldn't see what was going on with her so she says that she got bullied and beaten all the time she reveals that she was close to suicide but had a guidance counselor who knew she had potential he took her under his (laughs) wing and made her feel important when she came out, she moved to downtown village in Montreal, and it was wonderful just to be herself. Um, beautiful. Very, very interesting, um, this whole segment, because it was definitely a goodbye to Irma moment and a vulnerability arc for Giselle. If she were to win, this was a big moment in her storyline. For sure. I think it definitely paints a picture of her that up until this episode, at least me personally, I didn't have. 
I didn't, I mean, I, I even remember saying earlier, like, I don't find any of them particularly appealing, or at least not yeah. to the degree that I have in previous seasons. So this made her a little bit more appealing to me. Yeah. Let's, let's discuss what happens next. Mm. Jada will share a story. So she says that she was sleeping and her door was closed. She woke up in the middle of the night to see her door open a little crack. She thought it was weird. She closed the door. She woke up again to use the bathroom and saw the door open again. She was scared and thinking, why my booty hole feel weird? She will say she felt a sensation and a tingling as if you do the do. But she didn't have sex. She didn't have anything spicy. She didn't have hemorrhoids. So she reveals that she Googled it to find that there are actually people who have had sexual encounters with ghosts. Did not see that storyline going that way. Not at all. She literally says that she got fucked by a ghost. Yeah. What? I, I, I had to laugh at it at first, but then I remembered, because I'm a big Kesha fan, that this is not the first time that I've heard of someone saying they've had a sexual experience with a ghost. So I was like, well, she's in good company. Dan, have you been fucked by a ghost? No, I haven't crossed that one off the bucket list yet. So okay. let you know if I get that ghostly booty tingle. This story was wild. I was like, oh my God, she's going to reveal that like she was raped. She had a very terrible sexual encounter. Mm-hmm. No, no, she was fucked by a ghost. <laughs> um, I mean, technically, maybe it's raped by a ghost. I don't know. Um, did he leave his number? 1-800-BOO. Or Ghostbusters, they can get it for you. Also, she had to have known that when these words left her mouth, that it was 100% going to make it to air. Mm-hmm. It's now forever going to haunt her. Literally. Oh, my God, Jada. Like, this is probably the most endearing moment of Jada this entire season because she's sharing this story and being so honest and revealing and be like this was a moment in my life and they're all like what are you talking about there were layers to this where i was like if this was an acting challenge like you just want (laughs) yeah um listeners listeners if if you have been fucked by a ghost i would like you to come on the podcast i want to share your story um do you believe in ghosts um knock on wood before I say some shit and find out tonight that they exist um no but I do believe that there's like otherworldly things like I believe in like karma there's certain things that happen um but I don't really believe in ghosts but I'll let you know after tonight now that I'm saying this if I yeah. if like it, um I like to believe that ghosts. voodoo is real so if anyone has an active voodoo doll that I could use on certain people please send them my way we actually have a voodoo doll we got in New Orleans. Funny story about that real quick is we went to this place on Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madame Marie, uh, no, not Madame Marie, it's in Australia. Uh, Marie Laveau's, like, this little shack yeah. off of Bourbon Street. And um, Billy was like, well, I want that one. I was like, well, you're kind of drunk. Like, let's just come back tomorrow. And if you want, then you can get it. We come back the next morning. He's like, I didn't want that one. I was like, that's literally the one that you wanted. I remember. And I put it aside. And so I say all that to say, voodoo dolls are handy, but also like you got to get the right one and it's got to have a vibe. Yes, of course. Um, I will take one that is blonde, twinky, and has lots and lots of little daggers I can throw into it. Sounds fitting. It's on brand. 
right. It's time for the main stage. Uh, we see Miss Brooklyn Heights getting ready for May Day. Do I like this look? I'm not really sure. It's not very her. Yeah, I was surprised. It was giving me very, and this might also be controversial. I was like, it kind of gives me like Met Gala if the theme was floral. But then I also feel like it could be perceived as like, she's just like hopped out the Bloom music video for Troy Sivan. And, uh-huh. so. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we got Brad Goreski with lots of flowers on his lapel, uh, Tracy Melcher, and guest judge Jeremy Dutcher, who is a musicologist and a Canadian Indigenous. Any clue who he was? No. Yeah, me either. Um, seemed like a cool guy. Yeah, he did. Good hair. Yeah. We're going to start with the Roosgold, then we'll move to the runway. Uh, squirrel Strip, the Roosgold. It's very Broadway in its tone. Um, yeah. Whoever wrote it does have experience writing musicals, clearly. Was it good? Uh, debatable but it, it, it had substance to it yes and it had some earworms which were yeah catchy as well now jada is off broadway realness um her voice is on point but she's very scattered and in, in her own world um i think she didn't have enough time to really reflect what this character was she was very, too much of a um a busybody trying to get everything done uh, that you didn't get to see the nuances of her character i can agree with that um, her look was cool, though. Yeah, it was a good opening number. I love the little bits of that each little queen got to say and sing. Um, it showcased a personality of their character while still allowing them to be uh, leaned on later. That being said, what I did not care for was the whole Kimmy run-on story bit. Like, this is a musical. Sing out, Louise. Um, maybe poor writing, but I just did not care for the li- delivery of that like story she was doing while everyone else got like a musical bit. It was very weird. Yeah, I mean, Brad did kind of allude to that. Yeah. Being the, like, I forget what the specific term he used was, but like. No. Yeah. Um, you said it earlier about um, the Real Housewives, but this was definitely like Real Housewives realness going on a trip um, about like, oh my God, pick a room. I too have back problems, Miss Fierce Delicious, so I also would like the best room. So Dan, if you do ever invite me on a vacation, please make sure I have the best room or you will be hearing me bitch about it the entire time. What if there's only two rooms? Make Another sure thing. I have a very cute cuddle buddy. <laughs> That's all I ask. Fierce Delicious. Her song was actually pretty good. I was impressed with her. This was not a challenge I thought she would do well in, but Fierce Delicious played herself, so it was going to be good. Do I wish she played a different part? Yes, because I think if she did vocally and new character, she would have won. Did we really want her to win again? I don't know. I sure didn't. I don't know. I want to hear it again. <laughs> now, um, watching Irma trying to do group choreo was very rough. She was very nervous this entire performance. And I get it. I, I know if you're not a dancer, this is this is a lot of content in a seven-minute span. Now, Vivian was a star. Yes, very much in line with her character, but she stepped out of the box with the dancing. She did very, very well. And yeah. I too would like sex on the beach, but hold the beach. Yes, that tracks. I mean, you did kind of mention that earlier. Great line, great writing. That was a yeah. good line. Um, I what I will say is she was giving me very Katya vibes with the way that the two dancers were like tossing her around and moving her about. Um, very much read you wrote you Katya. Yeah, I, I mean, not quite as structured, obviously. Like Katya's got like a no, she is, she a dancer. Yeah, she's a gymnast. Um, but it was cute, especially yeah. considering the nerves. Kimmy 
is bad. I'm sorry she was bad. Like her delivery was meh. I did not like it. Um, one of the lost moments of this entire scene, and I'm not sure if you caught it, was Irma saying, you both love soup like Jennifer Coolidge in Best in Show. Nailed it. That's her future cat, uh, Snatch Game character. Should she be on an all-star season? She could do Jennifer Coolidge. No one do you remember that line? Do you, have you seen Best in Show? I have. It's been a minute since I saw it, but I do remember her in that. I'm surprised no one's ever done her before. Or have I just... Scarlet Adams. Oh, I don't remember that. Drag Race Down Under. Oh, I did watch that one. Well, no, that's this season of Down Under? No, 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 it was the first season. Oh, I did watch the first season. Yeah, that was a bad Snatch game. Yeah, I mean, to to me, the Snatch game standard is always Canada season one. Oh, interesting. Is that... I had so many people that made me laugh. I was like, all right. Now very, good, very good, very good. Um, I don't know if you caught it. Maybe it's my drag eye, whatever. I hate that you could see Kimmy's lace exposed in that terrible purple-gray wig. On the side, all you just saw was popping off. Mm-hmm. I mean... Right. Did no I, one I, fix her wig before she got on stage? I, clearly not. I, I will say like that she was resembling Erica Jean. Like the <laughs> character was kind of like, so, or at least hinting at that she was supposed to be resembling that. And I was like, all right, I'm here for Are that. you a fan of Erica Jean's music? I I either sexy to be me love or love to hate her songs. Either way, they're just uh-huh. they're addicting. Yeah, that's uh, fair. That's fair. But she uh, is not always likable. No, not at all. But speaking of addicting, what I did love was those booties from those hunky boys oh my god yeah they're very very pretty uh would you wear those pants your turn i would probably wear them in like p-town or something but i would never wear them like just walking around astoria right oh <laughs> in astoria how you probably get away with it but no i wouldn't all right let's talk about a duet um it was a good song portrayed by two performers it was not meant for at all um combine their talents and they would like be one brilliant performer but alas they are on opposite sides of the spectrum when they needed to be both. Irma was so off in the choreo. Like, I kind of blame Hollywood Jade for being like, okay, we're going to make things work for both of you. Like, is Hollywood Jade the villain? Is he the saboteur? I don't know. I mean, there have been times where Hollywood Jade has done the choreography and then been on the judging panel. This was not mm-hmm. the case. So maybe it kind of was like, here you go. Yeah. Handles. The finale song made me want a vacation. Um, where are we going, Dan, man? Um, I don't know. You pick. I just got back from vacation. So deal oh my God, can we go to Disney? Didn't you go to Disney recently? Yeah. I got, I, if I can go to Disney every month, I would go. I do need to go to Disney because I have not been since I've been old enough to drink. So I'm over. Oh my god! Can we go? We'll make it a whole gay vacation. A gay vacation. Yeah, I would love that. Uh, This was a cute musical. Um, It proves that smaller casts really are better suited for this kind of challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I I had fun. Yeah, I thought it was cute. I mean, as far as musicals go, I don't think it was the worst I've seen. It wasn't the best though. I really like. I'll forget about it in a month, but it was it was there. Right, like the Moulin Rouge one was probably my favorite one. Okay, that was good. I like Rats, the musical. Remember Rats? I like that one. I do remember that one. 
That was a good one. Because um, wasn't Monet in that one? No! That was why UK too. I, I felt like, why did I feel like Monet was in that? I feel like the, the like consensus going into that was like, oh, it's a mockery of Cats, which was kind of a shit show, at least when it was brought back. Yeah, it was on UK too. Mm-hmm. You remember with Bimini and 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 rap, yeah, no, I love rap bite fever and all and, and yeah, fun times, fun times. All right, let's do this runway. Category is dystopian drag, and in honor of the runway, we are going to play post-apocalyptic or zombie chum. Uh, well, I'll, I'll repeat that word. Post-apocalyptic. Remember, Lashambion. No. Post-apocalyptic. LaShawn says that? But the, yeah. I know by LaShawn's, obviously. Yeah. That's French race. That's the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Jada Shade Hudson. Look by Leland. Boots by Shoe Freaks. Zombie, here's your first dish. Uh, this was Halloween. Like, you could find the cheapest items left over at Spirit Halloween and put a look together. This was not runway ready. The shorts are a choice. You pair it with, like, a tank top. Shell is on is begging for a redo. The only thing I did like was the pigtails and that steampunk goggles. This was a fucking mess. I felt like it was giving the purge, like it, it was the purge, whatever. There are so many of them, but that's kind of the vibe I got was like if Jada. Which is fine, but it, it was, it was Halloween costume. It was not drag. True. And then you see the other ones and you're like, oh, wow. Really? That's drag. Yeah. Brad says she was fun to work with and smart to choose the part. She hit the notes. He thought she did a good job opening the show, but thinks she could have gone bigger. Jeremy says the vocals were amazing, including the false set of flip. Brooklyn was waiting for her to go more and go the extra mile. She says the looks a little bit pedestrian compared to everyone else. And Tracy says her look checks boxes, but not all the boxes. She thinks it could have been elevated. It is zombie chum for me. I don't think any of them are wrong. I mean, she didn't miss the brief. It just wasn't delivered well, I guess. That's a good it was so boring. It was so yeah. bad. Where are you going? post apocalyptic or zombie chum? Zombie chum. Yeah, audience agrees. 17% post apocalyptic and 83% zombie chum. And listeners, I'm aware I'm not, I'm saying the, the word 50 different ways so far. I'll get it right one day. <laughs> By the time maybe I do a podcast about zombie on season, I'll get it right. I'll get it right. Um, spoiler, we're gonna have some Patreon content soon. <laughs> um, yeah, also, we're gonna be starting Patreon soon because I need awesome. money. That's I'm gonna give you exciting. Yeah, yes, exclusive content. All right, Miss Fierce Delicious, look by Kink Engineering and Helena Poison, nails by Funeral Face Nails, shoes by Helena Fear Helena Poison. Uh, this was stunning. The hmm. way the cat suit was airbrushed gave it so much depth, so much realness. The netting. Easy addition, but it fit the the story. But the story at this hour is that face. She really dove into the deep end and said, I'm going to give you spooky ooky. The teeth sold the entire look. Now, shut your mouth, girl. This is not where my head would have gone for a runway like this, but I appreciate her stepping out of the box. Right. I think she did something different, which is always great. And then the fact that she had those teeth, which did sell the look, but also shut her up for a few minutes was when (laughs) So I was very here for that. Um, and I do think, I mean, because she's one of the like pretty ones, and I'm using quotes because she says said that herself, um, it, it is nice to see different things. So absolutely box for that one. 
Jeremy said he didn't like her in the Rusical, which is what her character was supposed to do. He says she had the confidence on the stage that he really appreciated. Brad knew who the character was and she came in prepared. Tracy says the runaway was so spectacular and in character. She had a creature from the sea, but fabulous and gorgeous. Brooklyn says the look is commitment and that is what she wants to see in a competition. Post a pop a lop to kick. Yes, that. Not- 100%. 100% <laughs> post a pop a lop a tick. 0% zombie chum. Because that's how math works. I feel like I'm going to sound like that guy from Big Daddy if I try to say it. I'm like, post a, post a pop a lop a nits. Yeah. Uh, Vivian Vanderpuss, look by Vivian. This was a really cool inter- interpretation. The blend of nature and humanity is blended in very well. I like that she went for this white and cream color story. The hoof heels are wild. It's all about the mask. When she revealed they featured her baby teeth, I was like, I'm a vom now. No, thank you. Also, when we got to see her mug, very good. Very, very deer-like. I like this look from her. I liked it, but I, I didn't she explained it, and I was like, I would not have gotten that if you hadn't explained it. Mm. Um, it was. Do you think her story was she was trying to say about humanity and nature blending together? Do you think someone fucked a deer? <laughs> it's quite possible. I mean, there's baby teeth on whatever the fuck that thing. Right. Was. Um, well, Jada gets fucked by a ghost, and Vivian fucks a deer. Yep. We are checking a lot of boxes this episode. Very, very much. Um, Tracy says she could relate to her overworked mom with pent-up sexual frustration. And I ask, did her husband watch and mind her saying that? Anyway, she says her choreo was incredible. Brooklyn says she took a risk and she nailed it. And Brad will ask the inspiration for the look. She says it's a jackalope. And in the future, they're no longer people. So it's the representation of what they thought people might have been back in the day before they thought they were gorgeous. Brad will ask if they are teeth. And she shares that they are mostly fake except for her baby teeth. The description reminds me a little bit of like Kennedy Davenport being like, well, I was hooked in and I crystallized. I was like, it's just a lot. Now, we learn that Brooklyn kept her toenails when they fell off from ballet. And again, Mm -hmm. if you would like to tap into my biggest phobia, there it is. Go listen to Make Mike Watch Black Swan. I'm not here for this shit. Nails, stay on your body. I ha terrifying. Um, you also, like a hangnail or something where the nail. Is, oh, oh yeah. well, no. They're like everyone is like, oh my god, men can get manicures now. Go do it. Mm-mm. My nails are fucked up because I pick them all the time because I do not ever fuck with a nail clipper. No, I can't do what it. Do you, mean you pick them. Like if they're getting too long, I just clean them up with my, my other nails. Oh, you never clip them. No, 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 because I have a fear. I have a fear of ripping the nail off. Nope, can't do it. Cannot do it. Cannot do it. I feel like the way that you do it would be more like. Nope, 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 nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. Nope. Mm -hmm. Scary, scary times, scary times. There is video of me watching. Aria Durchi has video of me watching uh, Black Swan screaming at the scenes with the nails and the blood. Yeah. Can't do it. Cannot do it. I didn't like that scene either. So I can't. And my dear friend Heidi Ho for Phobia Week of uh, Iconic decided to do a nail number knowing how much it fucking freaked me out. Bitch. Love it. Love it. It was so good. All right. I'm giving it a post to pop a lop to kick dick 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 dick. Yes, I would say post a pop a lop letter. Audience, 92% post a pop a lop to tick. 8% zombie chum. 
Couture. Couture. No designers listed. I wonder why. Uh, I, I'm sorry. We have seen this before. Panties and a bra. And Sally just comes in third out of four. Uh, I just do not vibe with Kimmy. And I'm bummed about it because I adore her mom. But her drag is just not for me. The face piece was the only redeeming item on her body. Um, also, she's she's wearing a backpack and passing it off for wings. Hard pass. Those are supposed to be wings. I think so. I don't know what they were. It was a backpack. Yeah, I didn't know what they were either. I thought it was supposed to be like some sort of fidget spinner blade thing, but obviously it wasn't clear, so it was just kind of a loss. Yeah. I thought the look was cute, but like looking at the rest of her runway looks, the judges were right in saying like, this is not groundbreaking. This is not right. different. You're not giving us what needs to be given. I agree. Brad says the look is very beautiful, but it's broad panties. Now, Brooklyn says the look is great, but they've seen it before. Cue the four-way pictures of her literally strutting down the runway perfectly in time in the looks. I was like, whoever edited this, excellent job. They, like, on point. I guess if you got to walk, you got to walk. She, It was the same thing. And I'm like, does that make Kimmy look worse? There's no variety out of her. Yeah, I, and the challenges like are fine, and she doesn't always stand out. So I feel like there's nothing that's putting her in the forefront. I agree. Also, this was very much giving oh, me Cameron Michael's center split. Uh, remember when she did the center split like four times in an lip syncs? Yeah, so the jumper on. Uh huh. Um, she will say that uh, the character is true to her in real life, but she turned up the dial on the character. Uh, Brooklyn says it's really cool to see her embrace her humor and being okay, funny, and uh, sure. Jeremy said she had attitude in the musical. He said it was really great on the vocals. And Tracy says her performance as Amber was gold stars all around. I'm like, <sighs> the producers told you to say that. I don't agree. I'm gonna go zombie chump. I'm controversial. I did like it. I just didn't like it in context with the rest of you, you can go post-apopalopatic. Yeah, I also have been refraining from saying it because I can't say the words post-apopalopatic. <laughs> it's 83% post-apopalopatic and 17% zombie chum. So I know I'm in the minority, but I have a stand. I'm keeping it. Irma Gerd! Look by Irma. She is the newest Boulay brother. The mask was super creepy. Huh. Her mug was giving you that signature Boulay with the red lip and the white eyes and the black hair. The fabric reveal on the skirt unnecessary it's a shame she even did it yeah because it, it i don't even know if this makes sense but it kind of took away that shit and it was unnecessary because it was just it was like so an extra thing. yeah so it looked like a reach brad thinks her look was really great but didn't think she needed the reveal as they already saw what was underneath tracy always loves her enthusiasm she brings to the stage but her choreography she wasn't sure if it was supposed to be together or separate Brooklyn says the dancing was a challenge and then dancing with someone where it was the same choreography was even harder. She says it wasn't in sync and it has to be. Irma will say there was a reason that she's a listener of musical theater and not a doer. Are you a do um, listener of musical theater and not a doer? For sure. <laughs> and Jeremy is excited to meet a fellow East Coast queen. He says there was a sense of fun that she brought to the whole musical and through the runway. Having fun is East Coast style. I'm going to give it a post apopalopatic um when you posted the photos initially i was like oh, i don't like that but then i heard her describing it and i liked it a little bit more so i'll agree with you on that post apopalopatic audience 61 percent post apopalopatic and 39 percent zombie chum 
And finally, we got Giselle Labai, look by Poe, hair by Hugo Coif. Um, This is Dune realness. Um, I love the silver and how it's paired with his dusty olive parachute. The hair is dynamic. It's not an explosive or groundbreaking, but it fit the brief to a T and still had drag elements to it. And that's the wow. difference between her and Jada. Yeah. Did you say it was yellow? No, oh, I said it was olive. Dusty olive. Oh, got it. Sorry. I was like yellow. Um, yeah, I love this. This was my favorite one. Would you wear it? Yes, but I don't know that I would pull it off as well. Yeah, you never know. Brad says the look is to die for. There are elements that shouldn't go together, but they work. Brad says in the performance it was a struggle. Giselle says that she was scared of singing and Irma helped her out so much. Jeremy says that it is fashion, future, and is giving very much life. He was surprised by her comment on singing as he wrote strong vocalist. He tells her to not limit herself with her narratives. I'm tying it all together to Drag Race Philippines to that Papafate. Uh, if you have not heard that song, you, you don't need to go watch the show. Just listen to the song. It is now number one in the Philippines. So it's good. the girls group challenge, right? Oh, good. Yes. Okay. This week, we had two girl groups and a rusical. Lots of music going on. Was it better than UK Hun or Breakup Bye Bye? I can't answer that because it's not fully in English. That being said, it's a fucking bop. And these performances were so good. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I, I want to watch that season. The thing with the ones that you have to read the subtitles is like, that's much more of an investment. I have to be on it is, it is, as I remind everyone. It is partially in English, so you can understand a good chunk of it. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Brooklyn says she faded away for her as she shrunk as everyone else was standing out. And Tracy says the choreo didn't click and it wasn't a duet. I like this look. It is opposed a papalopatic. Post a papalopatic as well. Audience loved it. 88% post papalopatic and 12% zombie chum. The Queens, they're going to head backstage. And Kimmy needs a vacation at that performance. She really wanted to win that musical. But Giselle reminds her, ha, you wore underwear again. Kimmy knows it's about nitpicking. So if you get a critique, you're automatically going to be in the bottom. Miss Fierce Delicious will attempt to talk and say that she's feeling amazing as they loved her performance and look. And she says she did perfect. And Jada's like, that's not what they said. She's like, no, I said I did perfect. Fierce was saying that it was hard to talk with her teeth. And Kimmy hopes she wears them every day. Same. Now, Giselle will try to be kind and say that they are all looking amazing and fierce, as to say, except for Jada. She's in a basic tank top and shorts. Does she need to say it again? Does she just have to hear herself? Is that the problem with Miss Fierce Delicious? I think so. I think that any opportunity to hear her own voice is taken. Like, Jada is potentially in the bottom. She's, like, feeling in a certain way. And you're going to call her out on it? So stupid. But, hey, we're talking about Miss Fierce Alicia this again. Uh, like, so. she is the star of the season. No matter what happens, if she lo- wins or loses, she is the face of the season. The face of the season, though? She is going to be the one on the Survivor um, VHS DVD set that she's the one front and center. She is, we talk about her the most on this podcast. I mean, that's fair because she talks about herself enough that if she's not <laughs> being yeah. talked about, somebody is talking about her. Um, 
Now, Jada says she got the theme, and judging by everyone's elevated couture, she knows. She claims her runaway is good, and I say the delusion has to stop. It's not cute. It's very off-putting. Jada thinks she might be lip-syncing for the third time, and Irma, she's doing okay. She knows she struggled. She can see the writing on the wall, but Fierce thinks Vivian has the challenge in hand, and Vivian's thrilled. Jada tells her for someone who doesn't dance, she did amazing. And to add to the love, Kimmy says it's one of her favorite looks of Vivian's. Yeah, feed more into the ego. I'm that kind of way. If I do something good, I want to hear it from everybody. Damn, who doesn't? Like everybody. Positive reinforcement. Even if you hate me, just, just tell me tell me to good job. Vivian will attempt to give Giselle a kiss with her mask, and I too would be like, get that fucking thing away from my face. So instead, Vivian's mask is going to kiss Irma's mask. How cute. Very on brand for the past couple years. Very, very. All right, it's decision time. A new winner is among them. Vivian Vanderpuss does get the win, and she wins $2,500 from Maid. Thanks, Maid. Miss Fierce Delicious, Kimmy Couture, and Shada Jada Hudson are safe, leaving the sisters, Irma Gerd and Giselle Lullaby, at the bottom two. Do you agree? Um, yes, the only thing I would have, like, Kimmy was in the middle for me. Um... Other than that, I agree. Yeah, they're just giving Kimmy these free passes. And I'm like, why? Why? Well, I think, like, was it It was last week, yeah, because that's when Bombay went home. Last week, I was like, why does she not in the bottom? So yeah. then this week, I was like, all right, what, what is it going to take? Um, Literally. I do enjoy her. She's entertaining. Like, I'll give her she's that. She's fine. She's definitely, she's fine. All right, the song is Love Is by Alana Miles. Never heard this one before. Who she be? Who do you know the song? I don't know her, but I feel like I've heard the name before. I don't does she sing Black Velvet? Um, I don't think so. There's I, I've heard the name before and I like the sound of her voice, but I had not heard the song either. Yeah, the song is very much that rock style of the late 80s, early 90s. I believe the song yes. came out in 1989. Um Here's a warning to the rest of the queens in this competition. Giselle Lullaby is a performer, and she's going to make sure she wins a lip sync. Um, very, very good. Arma had the angst of the song, but she's just a goofy, campy queen. And if that's not your fantasy, it's not going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. And I did also just look up uh, Alana Miles on Spotify. She does sing Black Velvet, so that's why I was like, oh, I've, I've seen this piece. There it is. Um, but yeah, that's a very acquired taste for lip sync. Yeah, Giselle just brought that sexiness even though she had like full body covered. She mm-hmm. just had a swagger for the song. Yes, well said. There was just like a uh, a sultriness and like you said, swagger. Yeah. It just went with the song. Um, I felt. She can get down. Girl can get down. And in those platform shoes. Uh-huh. Now Giselle will stay as Irma is gone. Do you agree? I do, but I also feel like Adam Lambert is going to jump Giselle in the parking lot for that outfit. So run past. It's possible. It's very, very possible. Um, Irma, she had a good time, and now she's going to ho- go home and have sex with her wife. Who said not Maddie Morphosis? I could I not figure it out who was. Because I, I, I replayed it a couple times, and I was like, damn, I really can't figure this out. And the voice, like, it wasn't, it wasn't Kimmy. It was, was it Brooklyn? It might have been Brooklyn. Maybe, I don't know. I couldn't tell. I just It was it. so was funny. Voice. Yeah. It was so funny. And this begs the question of like, okay, when did this 
when did they start shooting? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know season 14 was on for like a thousand years, but I thought they probably would have been gone by the time Maddie Morphus has made any impact on the show. I, yeah, it, it does beg that question because I have no sense with the way that these come out of when they're filmed. Neither. It's like an ether of drag race and then they just push something out. Welcome to my world. I know. All right. I got, I got some burning questions for you. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. What is Irma's legacy? Um, well, one, I like the name because I remember that meme and that. So good. Yeah, that when I saw her walk into the workroom, I was like, oh my God, I like that. So the name, but the, the name is obviously not what you want your, your legacy to be. So just the quirkiness, like I feel like there's going to be people who watch it and are like, I like her because she's like the weird funky one, but there's so many yeah. weird funky ones in just different ways. We're, um, we're appreciating alternative styles of drag. She's not going to serve you full on glam, but yeah. when she does, she's great. I mean, that look last week was absolutely stunning yeah brilliant um i i enjoy her that's what i like in drag like i like to go and have fun and she's definitely someone who i could go see and be like you're stupid and i'm enjoying myself not saying other styles of drag are not great i'll go see them too but if i know that if i'm feeling down i want to see a campy queen that's going to lift me up and irma gerd i think is someone i would appreciate so i hope we get to see her one day yeah, I could see that. I, it's funny. Before this episode, I was going to say, I'm sure that you like Irma Gerd. I just feel like there's certain queens that I can look at and watch. And I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely, definitely my style. Because it's, it's my, my, yeah. my sense of humor. Yep. Um, do I like her out of drag? Uh, cut the mullet. We'll have a chat conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm in the mullet phase. I, I hate mullets. I hate mullets. I hate mullets. All right. Next week, we got a ball. Who are you worried about? Um, also, this is, correct me if I'm wrong, is this their third sewing challenge this season? Correct. That's a lot of sewing. Like, that's more than That's normal. way too many. It's yeah. way too many. Okay, because I, I was like, another sewing challenge, like, maybe my memory is off, but that's a lot this season. It's the third one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm worried about, as they call themselves, the Glue <laughs> Girls. Although, I think... Kimmy was in that group and did well last time. So what's really funny is again pulling it back to Drag Race Philippines when they did their design challenge. The actual designer, like Rajo Laurel, basically was like, "You should hot glue your looks. You do better." And I was like, "Brooklyn Heights is shaking. She's dead." So like they encouraged hot glue on that show. This one, like, no, no, design sell. Um, I'm worried about Kimmy because I don't know if she can make anything that's not a bra and panties. I mean, it's I don't know what she's going to do. Favor less fabric, so the odds are against her because now you really have to do something that's not bra and panties, and you have to make it like it's a double negative. Like she, what she's, I can predict. Um, again, I don't know timing wise if she's going to do anything. She's going to model a look very much in the realm of. Uh, jasmine kennedy and just like wrap fabric around herself and try to call it a day and say it's not brown panties look it's a skirt uh, it's just not going to work i really am worried for kimmy um i mean let's be honest let's let's be real with ourselves we should all be worried for jada jada hudson because after that, that look was terrible she should have been sent home on that design challenge yeah 
she's she's one of the more endearing ones though like i like her and i would like to see her stay longer well i mean let's ask the question after seven episodes the winner of the season is Ooh, um you know i don't know i feel like there's been previous seasons where i'm like all right that one i really don't know like i would love to see jada win just because She's different. I find her to be the most endearing, or at least personally, the most likable to me. Um, and she's had those emotional moments on the stage already where some of the queens, I feel like, are we haven't gotten behind the wall yet, which I know Rue likes to do with a couple Tic Tacs and microphones. So <laughs> maybe that'll happen. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm rooting for Jada, but I don't know. I, I'm continuing but. doubling down. Giselle Lullaby is my winner um they need the french canadian winner sometime um and she's doing very well like she's stumbled a little bit but she's never been terrible um i could see that i just don't know that she's the because i feel like they're very cognizant of who is going to be likable or marketable um and it's the same way i felt about rita where i was like i don't think she's gonna be marketable but she's yeah. a bit Second biggest star from that cast. Uh, no, I don't know. Maybe third. Jim, Jimbo's popping up there. Um, yeah, yeah. But in in Montreal and Quebec, like Rita Vega is huge. I believe she is part of um, uh, some sort of version of We're Here in um, uh-huh. uh, Quebec. Um, so like she, she's, she's doing very well for herself. That's awesome. I uh, but I think Giselle is definitely up there. I think she would be a great representation for the season. Um I don't know what's going to happen next week. I can already predict, like, I'm going to be upset, maybe. Um, I just don't know on a design challenge if who, who. I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I like story arc wise, there's no way in hell Vivian Vanderpuss is going to the finals. Uh, it's just not happening. We haven't seen it there. Um, how she would be eliminated in this moment, I just don't see possible. Uh, I could see Kimmy leaving. I could see Jada leaving. I could see Fierce leaving. Yeah. That's it's, weird it's about the season. I don't. I don't know who I really want to win because I just feel like the two that I want to win are not going to potentially, but could. I don't know. This is a weird season. It really is. And I mean, these sewing challenges are equalizers because anybody can pull something together, whether it be sewing, glue gun, whatever it may be, and make it look nice enough that the judges appreciate it. That's true. Dan? Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, I recently changed my name since I got Yes, you did. Uh, it's very hard to find sometimes. <laughs> it's Danslow O'Rourke. Um, so my last name now is Anslow O'Rourke. And I just put Dan in it. So the, it's Danslow, but like D-A-N. It looks like I'm. it's Dan Slow and then mm-hmm. O'Rourke. Um, I work in video production, so this is my pitch to anyone, whether it be, you know, somebody who's, you know, just a queen looking to pitch something. I'm happy to make myself available to work on anything creatively. I work in a corporate space, so I would love to, you know, edit, film, whatever it may be that you need production help on. So, you know, hit me well, up. maybe I need to talk to you about. Um, I mean, are you good at the TikToks and the reels and bullshit, or like? Or is that beyond um, what Dan? I mean, she likes to do I crazier purposely things. do not have TikTok because I yeah. already have this rabbit hole mentality with Instagram. I'm like, I don't need another one. But I could definitely help with filming and editing stuff for okay, TikTok. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we, we, we'll, we'll chat about that. Yeah. 
um yeah the, the queens um let, let let dan make a music video for you with love that <laughs> also my um a good friend of mine uh desiree she goes by ray she has a single out so i'm just gonna shamelessly plug that for her on spotify re with the accent over the next e that sounds like fun and she's dan, it's always a pleasure having one you likewise always happy to be here um always a good time and you make it easy, so I can appreciate that. The biggest thanks to Dan for coming on. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.